everyone, Kerry here. Welcome to episode 9 of the Wheelie Stagey podcast. How cool is that? We're closing in on a small yet significant milestone. That makes me really excited. And I just wanted to say thank you for everybody who has stuck with me so far and is enjoying the podcast. Speaking of enjoying, I hope you all enjoyed the previous episode on South Pacific and that, above all, it encouraged you to book your tickets for the show, either for its West End transfer or indeed the UK tour. Or you can follow my example and do what I'm likely going to be doing. And if you're able, booking both. Let's see, shall we? Now, you'll remember in that episode, at the top of it, I promised that I was going to endeavour to make sure there'll be no more massive, long backtracks of months and months uh, down the line in the podcast. I I can't promise there won't be a couple of weeks um, between my visiting a show and finally getting around to recording it. These things take time and energy. But yes, I'm going to do my best to make sure there's no horrendously long gaps again and start being able to share my content more regularly. That in mind then, I promised that it was time to start looking ahead and I promised that this episode was going to focus on some of the shows I was most looking forward to in 2022. Now, You'll notice throughout the course of the episode that the first two productions are perhaps a little bit of a cheat, um, given that at time of recording they've already passed. But I wanted to share them still as part of this episode to give you, my lovely listeners, a teaser of what I have been to see, so therefore what's coming up on the podcast and indeed what will be coming up in future. I think I've got five productions here, Um, so it's probably going to be quite a short and sweet episode in the grand scheme of things, but without further ado, let's look ahead to 2022, shall we?
kicked off my theatre for 2022 back on the 16th of January, seeing the brand new stage adaptation of Baz Luhrmann's 2001 film about freedom, beauty, truth and love. Of course, what else could it be other than Moulin Rouge? I'm going to try and not give too much away, but I'm just going to say, boy, oh boy, was it worth the wait. Um, This production is chock full to the brim and then some with fabulous energy, great music and one of the strongest and most committed ensemble casts I think I've ever I've ever had the joy of seeing on stage, plus with my disability, for once in my life in the West End, uh, or at least in terms of the bigger houses, the seating arrangements fill me with joy. You guys know that I am a sucker for a Disney musical, one in particular, if you'd like to find out which, not that most of you don't know already, but go back and listen to episode six and you'll find out all about my love for um, that show in particular. So how exciting was this? Also in January, my theatre going had some Disney magic. I went to my local, the Bristol Hippodrome, to see the brand spanking new stage adaptation of Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Now, Bedknobs and Broomsticks is one of my, what I would call kind of underrated Disney films. Like, there's not many people I know, at least in my friendship circle, that know about it. And I've actually, when I've kind of been talking about going to see the show with some of my friends, they've always been like, oh, I don't know that one, you know, what's it about? I've always had a bit of a soft spot for the music, and I just think this, um, the story is really fun. And to see how a cast and creative team have captured kind of the familiarity and what I love about that film, and also blended it with new elements, was a rather exciting and intriguing prospect 
The cast also featured one of my favourite leading ladies who, alas, I don't get to see as often as I would like. Um, I last saw her being wonderful in Young Frankenstein at the Garrick, so, and I loved her dearly, so it's been an absolute treat to see her take on the role of Eglantine Price, and that's Diane Pilkington. So Diane led the cast there. Look out for that one. That episode is going to be, I think, number 11. So not my, not my next episode upcoming, but the one after that. Um, to let me kind of sprinkle some, some more Disney magic uh, through your podcast. Going away from musical theatre for a minute, I know, I know, it doesn't happen very often, but I am thrilled to be seeing the European premiere of Mark Gerard's play Steve at the brand spanking new Seven Dials Playhouse um, later this month and again in March. I'm unfamiliar with the play and the playwright, but apparently it's a comedy that celebrates life, love and friendships. So all things I like a play to do, you know, kind of touch on the human condition and what what makes us tick. I'm also thrilled to finally be seeing Jenna Russell perform again. Uh, after that intense three-show love affair I had with the Bridges of Madison County back in 2019. That was the first time I saw Jenna perform in person. And not only is Jenna involved, which is a big tick for me to begin with, but I'm also incredibly excited to be seeing David Ames, who is best known to me for his work as Dom in Holby City in the flesh. As well, this piece is um, directed by Andrew Keats. I'm a huge, huge fan of Andrew's podcast, the Show People podcast. And I've always said, kind of listening to that, that I always want, and just kind of hearing about how he approaches being a director and the, the kind of work that he enjoys and his kind of process has always made me kind of want to see his work so much I've not um until Steve I've not been able to pull it off so that's another big theatrical bucket list uh, dream ticked off right there I say this every year but I'm going to try and see more things that are new to me this year be they musicals or plays like Steve so and this just feels like a lovely way to do that, kind of kill two birds with one stone. Not only is it the European premiere of a play I don't know, it's also the first step in supporting a brand new venue. So win-win all around. Keep your eyes peeled for that episode. I think it'll end up being... So I've got something in between Bedknobs and um Steve... So Steve should be episode 13, I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. <laughs>
In April, I'll be heading back to the wonderful Regent's Park Open Air Theatre to finally see the premiere of a brand new musical of 101 Dalmatians. I'm so thrilled that the uh, creative team and everybody have been able to mount this production again this year. Of course, um, COVID put it on ice. As a fan of the the original novel by Dodie Smith and also, of course, the Disney film. I'm just really looking forward to this one for the joy and the fun and the escapism. But not only that, a really stagey favourite, Mr Douglas Hodge, is on music and lyric duty over there. And I, just pure and simple, can't wait to see the magic he is um, weaved with this story. I remember hearing a snippet of one of the songs ahead of when it was supposed to run originally, and I thought it was beautiful. Um, so yeah, I'm just really excited. Hurrah for new musical theatre. The last of my main mentions for this episode goes to a show that I think some of you out there will probably be more familiar with than I am, and that is We Will Rock You. Now, my dad and I were supposed to see this show together. In fact, we were at my local, the Bristol Hippodrome, waiting to go in, and then they announced that the show wouldn't be going ahead because of the pandemic. I'll always remember it It was the one show that my dad was willing to go and see in London but we we never managed it and I could I can't really tell you why we just never never got around to organizing it and getting our butts in gear I hope dad will be with me in spirit as I rock out with Ian McIntosh and co um Queen have always been one of my favorite bands and the story has always sounded um fun so i'm excited to finally tick this show off
so that was five of my shows that I'm seeing this year or have seen in no particular order but just the ones that I've um was most excited to see this year but I've also got some honorable mentions that I'd like to sneak in I'm also making a long awaited return to the waitress diner so that is going to be episode 12 of the podcast I hope I've got my numbers right by the way um so that is just before um Steve I'm seeing waitress in fact waitress is um on the 8th of February and I'm seeing Steve on the 12th they'll kind of be released hopefully around the same time if I can get my wheels in gear and stay on top of everything but another show I'd like to mention because it's one that I can't believe I haven't seen yet already is and and Juliet I've heard a lot about this show and I remember watching on the BBC recently, They, the National Lottery um, did the Big Night of Musicals and they had David Bedella and Kiala Settle performing, was it Teenage Dream I think it was, and the pair of them together gave me life, so I'm hoping to go before, I think Kayla's joining in in. March and I think David is moving on to pastures new at some point so hopefully in March so hopefully I will again get my wheels in gear and get that one sorted and booked in too. There we are then just a few of the shows that I have ahead this year let me know if you guys have got any of those booked up or what you're most looking forward to, as always, you can get in touch on Twitter and Instagram with at Wheelie Stagey, that's at W-H-E-L-I-E and then Stagey, and search Wheelie Stagey on Facebook, on Facebook I should say it's two words, Wheelie and then Stagey. Next time, because we can, 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 It'll be my Moulin Rouge episode. I've got so much love for this show and I cannot wait to share it with all of you. At time of recording this, I've already got this episode scripted and I'm aiming to record it this coming week. So hopefully get it released by the weekend. Um, But as always, keep your eyes peeled on my socials um, for release dates. See you next time, guys. Bye.